again, Wizard, and welcome back to the Wizards of Ecom podcast. This is your host, Naomi, and today's episode is going to be a two-parter. I had the pleasure to talk today to Isabella Ritz. She just shared a ton of golden nuggets, so I think that it's better if we have this two-parted. The first part is going to be about the product research process. The second one is going to be more about product research, but also marketing science and things that you should be aware of whenever you're going to start off with your first product. That being said, this is the first part of it. Much love to you and see you next Wednesday because I'll be back. And today we have the pleasure to have on the podcast a serial entrepreneur and business coach since the early 2000s. She's also the CEO and founder of Ritz Momentum, an agency that serves as a one-stop shop for e-commerce business services and consulting for Amazon sellers. Isabella, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me here. It's a pleasure to have you on. So today's topic, as we discussed previously before hitting recording, is going to be product research for uh, Amazon FBA. And why I wanted to have you on the show, short, long story short, we got introduced by Bradley of Helium Tanish. He was like, yeah, Naomi, you have to meet Isabella. And I was like, uh, you know, that when people are making connections and you don't know exactly, okay, what to say, how to say, and so on. So that was the moment. And I'm so, so glad that that turned out to be just the best experience ever. So Isabella, before we're starting right away with the questioning, hard questioning I love to do on my guests, um, would you mind presenting yourself a bit? Because you have a very interesting story. And for whoever is listening, I think that's also super important thing to understand what it takes, first off, not only to research for products, but the mindset that it takes to um, become an entrepreneur and an Amazon seller as well. Of course, um, I will try to make long story short. Uh, my actually, my entrepreneurship starts started when I was twelve years old because I was born in a very very uh, poor country, and uh, my family is not like the richest people in the world. And we, generally speaking, we had empty fridge all the time. Mm-hmm. And given that my mom, she was always on the diets, so we actually, literally, we've been eating leaves like leaves so she was boiled leaves for the soup or like jam or something else so mm-hmm. and a lot of my friends and classmates they had a lot of, a lot of cool stuff uh, from like Europe or China from somewhere else and you know I one day I was like you know what I don't like it I don't like it at all because they have stuff I don't have stuff they're eating like chicken and grilled chicken and I don't have anything I just have leaves mm-hmm. and I started working at 12 years old, I was making about $6 an hour, but it's been like a couple hours a week because I was at school as, as well. At my 16 years old, I was already uh, covering my financing, my financials and my mom's financials. So I was, generally speaking, the head of the family. Uh, at the age of 17, I created my first business and it was business training center. That's why I started coaching people. So it's not like sometimes people become an entrepreneurs and then they started coaching people. So in my uh, case, it was the reverse. Uh, in the 18 years old, I sold it. That was my first million rubles. First million. Yay. <laughs> uh, yeah, yay. Here we go. But for this amount of money, you could buy a uh, like decent apartment, which I didn't. Uh, I was just having fun. You know, 18 years old is not about apartments. It's about having fun. Um, and then uh, I just started, I, I understood that it's so fun, actually, to create business and sell business. Because you are developing, you have a course, you have a, a lot of... Um, fun when you're doing something when you're growing something something and then you 
you're just selling and you have a chunk of money. Mm-hmm. And I did it again, and I did it again, and I did it again, and I did it again. Uh, back to 2004, I believe, or 2003, I created uh, Imperial Design Studio. And uh, that was my business for like a very, very long time. And then a parallel to this business, I was also creating businesses and selling businesses and teaching people at the same time. So I had the background of e-commerce, of uh, promoting companies in, uh, by internet and promoting companies and growing companies uh, using um, digital marketing a lot. So when I moved to United States in 2015, generally speaking, it was the survival mode because I had to find something to start my business here. I had to figure out how I will fit kids here because I was here with my three kids and my my three children. And that was the very hard push for me. I lost some money. I lost 100K uh, that I had. And I had the leftovers of uh, $5,000, which I invested into Amazon. And I was like, you know, I'm always very risky. And I remember this time it was Q4 and I had lost 200 bucks after I invested into Amazon. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to the bar. And in front of me, I was facing 2,200 bucks for like rental and like some bills. I'm like, what? ever. I will figure it out. And I figured it out. So I had the return from Amazon for 14K on top of my 5,000. So I actually, um, I think I was lucky. I think you 4 helped. I think intuition helped. I think my e-commerce uh, experience helped. And after that, I had a lot of failures. I have a lot of growth. I have a lot of uh, success stories. I have a lot of, I had a lot of uh, Cinderella stories at the same time. I understood how actually Amazon works. So it's not just about reviews. It's not about just send product from China. So you actually have to customize it. And this is how I genuinely speaking, I was growing and how I realized how you actually, what approach you should use um, uh, when you are doing the product research. And because I was also teaching people, when you're teaching people, you're learning a lot. And you are learning through their mistakes as well. And of course, I some of them I helped to fail and some of them I helped to succeed. And uh, it will be a it won't be true if I will say, yeah, 100% of people who have been learning from me, they succeed. Absolutely not. Uh, I had both. And uh, because I had both stories, I have a better experience, at least from what I think. Uh, I'm still failing sometimes. Uh, and I think it's every single entrepreneur is growing only when they're failing. So if we're talking about our failures, it's the better, the best way to represent our growth. Yeah. Amen to that, sister. <laughs> yeah, that's really, really good. That's, I, I love that. And usually I'm not asking my guests uh, like either personal questions or either like uh, to give short background on or short story about how they grew up and how they are, where they are at this point. But I think this is, it's really, really cool what you shared. It's because product research, most people are like, oh yes, I'm going to throw my product on Amazon and they are for selling. And um, while that is, a part of it i think that whatever you just describe so specifically hey i'm not going to give up i'm just going to go and i'm just going to to be there it doesn't matter i'm going to war you know i think that's a super important mindset when you are right before starting you know because most people are just like watching a course looking this up looking that up oh youtube whatever you know and they're trying out and they don't know what they don't know and some have a lot of money to invest some have little money barely can support themselves you know they invest it they lose it you know and then it's like oh freaking amazon this is just a scam you know 
And I love what you describe because that's actually the mindset that I personally learned because I'm coming from a totally different like environment. I'm a music producer by, yes, by profession. So I have nothing to do with Amazon, you know, but in these two, three years, four years, while I was constantly learning and I love that you said why I'm teaching someone else, I'm also learning. These podcasts are also all about me. I'm personally learning while I'm teaching also others, you know? And long story short, even shorter, why I love that you presented that is, this is really the mindset. So if if you're listening to this, like dear listener, and you're just like, you know nothing about Amazon and you just want to start out, you just found the, the podcast title and was like, let's let's see what it takes. Uh, remember, this is what Isabella said. It, that's what it takes. It's really a mindset trick. And then when you're going to research the product and find the product and so on, that's the other step. That's the technical. But here, the hard skills is really mindset and just very persevering all the time. So, um, Thank you. yeah, my absolute pleasure. So, okay, now where do we start? Where does someone start to search for a product or which would be the step one if I'm listening to the, this podcast and it's like I'm very willing to start about uh, learning about this? Sure. So um, we use, we, I, we slash I slash my team, we're using the approach that uh, me personally, I personally created because I am in love with the customer avatars and I'm in love with um, marketing. And genuinely speaking, when you're going to the store, you want to have the options, right? Mm-hmm. And if you will, when you're going on Amazon, let's be truthful here. Uh, you have a lot of options to buy the products, but none of them are genuinely speaking different. Most of them are the same. So you do not have a lot of options and you're buying a lot of products just because you want, you have to, but not because you want to. Mm-hmm. And if we will start digging deeper, we'll find out that actually the trends are different. The colors uh, today are different. The market is uh, demanding from us different. And none of those products are actually on Amazon. And when you're going out, you want to look cool. You want to have a cool accessories. You want to have something that people will tell you, oh, I like it. This looks so cute. I like your nails. I like your t-shirt. I like your bag. I like your something, right? And at the same time, for example, when you are going uh, to visit your friends, you also want to bring something that is nice and cool and people will remember you. So we are selecting the products based on what people are searching for. Mm-hmm. Of course, we're using our Helium 10 that everybody loves. And I'm in love with this software. We're using several others, but Helium 10 is the main one. And we're also using Amazon um, Opportunity Explorer. I do not recommend uh, new sellers start from there because they're very tricky. Uh, and I believe it will take them, I don't know, maybe six months, maybe 18 months. I don't know how fast Amazon will grow this tool, but uh, they uh, have to improve usability and they have to improve actual uh, path of the exploring uh, specific opportunities like keywords, products, and et cetera, et cetera. Because right now it's you, you have to use several additional uh, tools to make some decisions. So we're looking for the product products that have high demand and low competition. So when we're going on Amazon, for example, um, well, I will give you the simple example. I will uh, start to take a look for wine tumbler. Mm-hmm. Well, I will take a look for like cute one wine tumbler. And it will be a lot of 
wine tumblers and all of them are the same. Yes, they have different colors. They have probably, some of them will be uh, insulated double wall. Some of them will be with the lid, without lid, with the straw, without straw. Set of two, set of five, set of six, (laughs) different colors and a set of six. But genuinely speaking, they all are the same. And if you will take a look on their views, their views will be the same, like 2,000, 5,000, 6,000. However, if you will go on Amazon and you will start researching for the specific tumbler for the specific occasion that you want, want, for example, to give people for, I will give you a hint, birthday, uh, uh, maybe a celebration of something, or you just want to thank person for something. It's a hint how to search the product. So if someone is listening, please uh, pay attention here. Then you probably can create something and customize. So the second step when you're actually customizing the product based on the your based on your avatar. But before you start the customization, you have to take a look what this audience is actually searching for. So of course you have to take a look for the views that they're keeping and you have always to go to like um some trending uh, websites that are actually saying like the trend of this year is or you're going of course you have to go to etsy pinterest and look for some ideas don't forget to take a look how many items been sold because if you saw something oh it's cool i like it it doesn't matter what you like sometimes what you like people hate and you there's cannot, no demand for it. Or there's no demand for it. Yeah. Correct. Maybe someone like, I don't know, purple with the orange dots uh, mug, but other people will think that it's crazy and never will, nobody will buy it. So I, I met a lot of customers and a lot of my students in the past. I stopped teaching people like a year ago. However, they've been saying, Isabella, I have a genius idea of what I'm going to sell on Amazon. It does not exist yet. Cool. <laughs> cool. I'm happy for you. Uh, what is your budget? My budget is $5,000. More cool. Because like, if you want to sell something that does not exist, you have to develop market first. So let's start with the product that actually uh, has the demand. Because the product doesn't have a demand, you cannot go with this product on the market. So yeah, this is like first couple steps that we're following. And after, do you want me to jump uh, further or do you want to ask me something? No, I love so far. So uh, based on what you were saying, as far as I understood, are you looking for trending products or are you looking for trends to understand the search volume for the product? We're looking for the demand for the product and we're looking that we have to make sure that this demand um, did not form like last month. Sometimes, let's say uh, the very good example is the hoverboard, mm-hmm. right? Uh, I believe 2018 uh, or 2017 or 2018, it was the year when those hoverboards showed up and everybody started sh- uh, selling the hoverboards. But then the demand was kind of calmed down. Sales did not drop by much. However, uh, people who started back to that time, of course, they've been winning. But right now, it's not the very, the very good way to go with the hoverboard, especially given that you cannot customize it unless you will create the new mold, the new model, and blah, 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 and you'll create the whole business of the hoverboards, right? So it's not that popular anymore. Demand is still demand is still there, but something else is coming up. So it's not a good niche to go. However, if we're looking for something like I said, like happy birthday gift, 
it will be there always. And like happy birthday gift, if you will start to think about sub niches of this happy birthday gift, you will find so many opportunities. So genuinely speaking, it's another tip for everybody right now. Because like if you are struggling, what do you want to give to, uh, what, what, how you can uh, start your Amazon business and uh, what approach do you want to use? This is one of those. Mm-hmm. And uh, just keep in mind, you cannot start just like happy birthday gift. You have to be thoughtful, like who will be your final avatar? Your final avatar will be the person that will give the present or the receiver of the present. Uh, what is the age? What, what are the interests? Where they're living? Uh, are they living in a Central America? Are they living in the country place? Are they living in the like East, West Coast? Because you will be surprised how much the demand might be different uh, when you're looking into all of them. And your goal is to find out where is the demand higher Mm -hmm. and how you can cover with the bigger amount of sales, most of it. Does it make sense? Yes, it does. It's perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Please go on. Yeah. Yeah. So genuinely speaking, you cannot pick like white mug, and go sell it on Amazon thinking that everybody will buy. Or uh, you will pick, uh, for example, Irish decor, and you will believe that all America is ready to buy it. However, if you will start thinking American patriots, you can uh, go to the Wikipedia and then ask uh, Google, uh, like, what American patriots patriot, patriots loves and like love and uh, what who are their favorites uh, history figures and you will find out that some of them are actually very popular. Mm-hmm. You can find out that a lot of American judges they're also super popular and then you can find out how many products that are not need that, that don't need to be licensed. And you don't have to ask for any permission to like put this person that specific product. Uh, like it, it will have a very, very high demand. You're so, giving away golden nuggets, girl. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, yeah, of course. Like I'm telling you, like uh, when I was learning how to do the product research, it mm-hmm. took me a lot of mistakes. Yeah. And like these painful mistakes, they're given the, such a good opportunities right now. And I'm so happy when people are using our tricks and our tips and they're succeeding with them. It's like, um, I, I just hope that when people are listening and when they're, um, when they will start doing the product research, uh, they will do it right. So they will not like say, oh, I found something that some people loved Roosevelt. Now I will create mug with the Roosevelt and I'm going to sell it with it to anybody. Mm-hmm. Or like, for example, if you will, like, uh, of course, you know, like with the people is a super fa- uh, famous phrase. But if you will put with the people to the whiskey glass, that like uh, it will be hard to compete because there are a lot of them on Amazon. Mm-hmm. So don't be excited the moment you find out that Roosevelt is loved by or Lincoln by a lot of Americans or with the people are super popular. You have to think and dig deeper. So um, it doesn't mean you have to spend weeks, but it does mean you have to focus and you have to take a look into the surveys, into the uh, like last year uh, articles, into like what is going on in the market. So you just have to do the research. 
Mm-hmm. And the deeper the research you will make, don't forget about healing 10 uh, keywords <laughs> because like, oh, it's selling on Amazon. Your product's supposed to have a pretty uh, wide uh, semantic core because this, if the semantic core is very low or you have like one or just two uh, high-ranking keywords, uh, it's bad. You have to have at least seven to 15 high-ranking keywords and you have to have at least 30 to 50 uh, medium-ranking keywords. And of course, you have to have thousands of low-ranking keywords for your product. So if you have at least potential core of 3,500, you're on a good standing. Semantic cores, would you mind giving an example? I'm not sure I am. Semantic core is the amount of the keywords that will be indexed on your product on Amazon. So you have front end, you have back end. And on the front end, you have title, you have bullets, you have description, and you have all these pictures where you use the tags and like, et cetera, right? And on the back end, you have search terms and uh, you also have a lot of field that you have to fill it out. So... And uh, when, like, you are tr- you're using uh, some of the tools, like, for example, Cerebra, and you can ch- take a look and you can find out what actual uh, keywords you're indexed on Amazon and where is your visibility, you have to have the potential with the visibility pretty wide. So if your visibility is pretty narrow, like, it doesn't make any sense to go on Amazon with that. So you have to have a good potential with the uh, search terms and with the key, with the platinum keywords there. Mm-hmm. So, for example, um, I can look for the headphones or I can look personalized headphones. Mm-hmm. So or I can look for like gift for mom. And that will be the same, genuinely speaking, that will be the same product. So I have different options to uh, for the different keywords. So you cannot have just the keyword white uh, headphones and that's it. Make mm-hmm. sense? Yeah, yeah. The, I love how you said it. In my world of PPC thinking, it's like I'm looking at them like complement keywords rather than, you know, like the ones that are describing exactly the product and the ones that are complementing the the way how would someone would describe the product, but we are on the same, yeah, we're on the same yes, page. Correct. Just like I'm saying yeah. it differently, yeah. Correct. Or like, for example, one of the uh, very good examples to the products like where you shouldn't go on Amazon, let's say kitchen knife. Mm-hmm. Because kitchen knife is a kitchen knife. You can call it kitchen knife, sometimes chief knife, mm-hmm. but that's it. And when all the, comp- all the competitors are going to sell the chief or kitchen knife, knife and they all are selling the same and with the same keyword then everybody are trying to go to like the same very narrow direction and they're competing with the keywords so you don't have any other options to compete Mm -hmm. so yes unless you have like different steel uh different like shape and this steel and the shape also has demand then you have like some options but if you don't you have to like you don't have to go to this product love it love it love it so because i interrupted what's the next step then after finding the product after finding the niche after how do you customizing customizing after like looking up also the keyword if there's a man there and also making sure that it's not too competitive or would you also go for very competitive but finding your own way or how what's the next step there so um 
as I said, I'm trying to make long story short. Yes, yes. So when we found niche, we have to see how many sub niches we have there. And if we have to, the potential to scale, if we have the potential to scale with the variation or editing uh, new products. So could we actually make a line of those products? Could we do the differentiation of the products, right? Could we complement this product with something else? Could we do bundles with this product? So it's like a lot of um, extra questions that we usually ask ourselves when we're doing product research for our customers. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, when uh, us personally were doing it, we're like playing it very fast because we're already like on the look at the product, we already understand uh, how yeah. it will go. But when you're looking to the product, you have to understand like, will you be able to uh, stay in the same niche? Because Amazon uh, appreciate you as a seller when you have at least uh, three, four product, uh, in a, let's say two, three product when you start at the beginning. Like you cannot start a launch your Amazon with one product and think, okay, in a year, if everything will go well, I will add another product because mm. Amazon does not appreciate uh, sellers with one product. Amazon appreciate when you add one product at least once per two months. Mm. So as more aggressive you are, as more... Um, uh, is, is better your customization of uh, your products and Amazon actually sees that audience loves you and is more aggressive you are with your PPC, Amazon will support you. So you have to think, okay, the moment I'm picking the product, what will be the next one? And what will be the next one? So it doesn't mean you have to launch all of them together on the same day, but you have to at least create, create this sequence of steps that you are going like this month, next month, and a month after. Uh, At the same time, before you will start your customization, you have to source this product. So you have to understand that you actually will be able to launch it and you'll be able to launch it in the right market price. So we do not recommend launch product, launch cheap products uh, because a lot of people... Yeah, cheap, let's say uh, under 20, let's say 1999 market mm-hmm. price. We do not like them because a lot of other sellers are also going into this niche and uh, it's a lower um, gap in between your net cost and in between your actual profit. Mm-hmm. So, yes, we recommend to have a profit at least 30 35% from the market price. But at the same time, if let's say your product costs $7 in China, uh, if you're sourcing, let's say Latin America, whatever you're sourcing at, then $7 Amazon will take from you. And then you have $7 that you have to spend on PPC, maybe extra external traffic and something you have to have as a leftover. And if you're hiring a team of people, then you also have to pay salary from this amount of money. Where if one sale will give you $20 as a margin, then you generally speaking, you have money for PPC, you have money to hire your team and you have money uh, to like reinvest. So you have money to move and you have like your personal profit there as well. So we recommend to start like with $29.99 and up. 
Mm -hmm. Our favorite price, of course, 59.79. This is like, like the perfect thing. <laughs> Not a lot of sellers are going there. And again, uh, keep in mind when you're launching the product with 59.99, landed product in United States supposed to be not higher than uh, $18, $19. So it's exactly 30 to 35%. 30, like don't go over 30. Mm -hmm. um, and of course, of course, wait. Uh, like yeah. you have to like you have to man but about weight people are listening everywhere on youtube so i don't want to mention it and like put a lot of uh, focus there, here this is perfect what you what you just said but there's something like super important what i would like to like in caption say it yeah. you mentioned something super important which is most people don't do they are not considering their marketing cost and they are not considering the software they use and the people they hire so if you're not thinking right now as a small solo entrepreneur like a uh, quote unquote to those things it's super super important to um i mean you you just made yourself a disfavor to or favor towards failure most people don't do that you know yeah. and i love that you said that you know regarding pricing most people are not even thinking of hey i have to have margins for marketing some do most not don't but certainly none of the people that i talked to when they started out on amazon were like oh i need money for hiring people or i need money for software you know it's super super important and parentheses thank you so much for that <laughs> yeah you're welcome um yeah. well again as i said praising myself right now i'm serial entrepreneur i understand how it works yeah. and uh, if you want to scale especially when you start your amazon business and you're over 25 you generally speaking you want to live your life and the purpose of business is to have uh, love but by everybody freedom right and what yeah. freedom is is when you're sleeping you're making money if when you're sleeping like monies are not working for you then like it's a hell and like, if your products are not making any money and you have to pay extra to actually sell those products, I was there, I understand what it is. Like, I know what is the wrong product because sometimes when you pick the wrong product, you have to actually pay extra to sell those products. Yeah. And it's, uh, genuinely speaking, it's never ending. When you're like starting, it's another tip. When if, if by any chance you launched your Amazon business with the wrong product and during two to three months, you keep paying for your PPC and you, and the A costs are not going, uh, yeah. are not slowing down. Yeah, not going down. Uh, and you did already with all professionals, like uh, optimization and listing optimization and you optimize everything that's possible, then it's something wrong with the product. So you should just probably stop wasting your money. Uh, sometimes you cannot predict in the very beginning if the product is bad or good. Sometimes you actually have to test it and check it out if market will like it or market will not. We're also mm -hmm. failing sometimes. It's it's normal. Like every single entrepreneur and every single Amazonian, they knows like one product will perform better. Another one will be uh, worse. Another one will just rocket the sales. So uh, you have to just manage expectations. Like if something is going wrong and you already optimized, just stop hoping, uh, change approach, find another product, launch another product, uh, start over again. It's normal. It is normal. Failing is normal. So um, it's probably like I'm, I'm making, uh, I put a lot of attention to the fails and failure because this is something that people uh, have fear about and everybody are talking about succeed 
and success. Of course, we all want to succeed. Of course, we like, and my story is like very uh, successful, especially in the beginning, but not everybody can succeed. Mm-hmm. And not every single person, uh, not every single product will guarantee you that you're going to succeed. But if you fail, don't worry, it's normal. It's normal. If you're paying for your mistakes with money, it's the cheapest way to pay. Just start over and then start over and then start over. And uh, one day you'll succeed and you'll feel very proud for yourself. I have a feeling we're going to have you back on total different things, which is motivation. What they're doing brilliantly now. <laughs> yes, I love it. Whoa, Whoa there you go. Um, I love it so far. Okay, so now we are 30 minutes in. And uh, what would be the next thing to look for? Like, or what is the process that you're going through? So you're also like, you validated on so many levels already. Uh, me, newbie seller, might not know about all those levels or might not understand exactly what you're talking about. Here, like a question would be, what are the top three failures or mistakes, not, not failures, mistakes that newbie sellers are making when they are going to look for their new product? Oh yeah, the number one, uh, they are going to the sellers because, and people are watching YouTube videos from like 2013, 2015. And when they're looking like how to find the product on Amazon and they find in like one of the famous Amazonians. (laughs) Yeah, 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 right. And they trust these people. And then they will say, I heard this person said this. Can you please take a look? in what year this person talked about this product. Mm -hmm. So like if you're watching free videos and you want to trust free videos uh, just because you don't want to buy any courses or ask uh, anybody for the consultation, please use only new sources and uh, like check and validate this information at least with two, three other videos as well. So do not go to the bestsellers on Amazon. Do not start there uh, unless... uh, unless I will give you extra tips later. (laughs) Um, However, so this is the number one. Number two, uh, make sure your custom will be when you are going to do the customization of your product. It doesn't mean you put just logo. It does mean you actually customizing the product with something that you decided to. Uh, Logo is not the customization. Logo is just, you said, this is the product. Uh, that is selling by my company. The mistake that people are doing, they're saying, it's my product, I made a production. No, you ordered production from the manufacturer that probably has the owner rights for this specific product. So it's absolutely different. You have to, like for some products you have uh, to ask, uh, it's actually the very good tip right now and I want everybody like uh, take it. Um, when you are starting the production, Ask the manufacturer about the letter uh, for for the rights to sell if you are not customizing it like in full. Or when you're customizing, uh, sign the NDA, you can always uh, download it in like Rocket Lawyer or somewhere else and then like make sure nobody's going to use it. Um, and use tran- Amazon transparency as well. So it's, it's important. Uh, so customization and making sure you have the rights for this product. And the third one, um, I believe I have to I have to choose from like a lot of them. Um, shipping. Uh, so make sure you are shipping the right way. 
and um, make sure your product is matching the requirements. So it's not so heavy and or it's not so bulky. Sometimes like you're paying for shipping just because the product is bulk and it's it's like big. It's not like heavy, but it's just big. And uh, make sure your package is very um, compact because mm -hmm. shipping right now is very um, expensive. And uh, if you will be able to use all the space of your packaging just for your product, a very good example is uh, if you've seen like new, um, uh, new uh, iPhone, Apple, uh, uh, Apple iPhone packaging, they're super thin because they removed all extra space, which is making your shipping much more cheaper. And the fourth mistake, uh, also super important when you're working with suppliers, check what way they're actually giving you for your product. You have to ask them to show your product on the scale, on the weights, because sometimes like when I'm checking the performance, I'm like, what it is? Like they can tell you like the box, the carton box for like the small product uh, weight, um, 1800 uh, grams, which is like almost four pounds. This is four pounds. Yeah. I'm like, it's impossible. And they're like, oh, I'm so sorry. Just 180 grams. So like one zero, but this one zero is giving you uh, sometimes $18 extra on your product cost, right? Yeah. Instead of like 0 0.2. So you have to be very attentive here. Like new sellers don't pay attention and pay attention. Just pay attention on every single step or just come to us. There you <laughs> we'll go. Everything for you. Yeah. <laughs> Love it, love it, love it. Yeah, definitely. This is why I was asking, like, most of the time people don't know what they don't know and they think that they know more than they do. And this is why they are just, like, doing stupid mistakes. So I appreciate that. This is brilliant. Thank you, thank you, thank you once again for being on the podcast. You shared so valuable insights. And I truly believe that if I was the one starting right now, I would have had, like, phew, my mind exploded. And yes, let's do this, you know? So I appreciate each time when a guest comes across like that, I'm giving 100% and you just like need to take the step. So my listener, yeah, there you go. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening and don't forget to join me next Wednesday because we'll be back. Later.